Although you've been telling me for how long now to listen to it at one and a half speed, mm-hmm. and you were doing that this morning, and it was too fast. No, no, that was two times speed. Although it was, too I'm, fast. I'm, a, I'm a pro. Okay, so uh, my brain works that fast. We are, it's very clear yours does. Yeah, I was just you like, whoa, that's to too fast. <laughs> I understood every word of it. I can regurgitate it back to you, but it was a PlayStation podcast, so you don't care. I thought they were talking about the Fiat and Mother Mary. No, no, no. That was the Fiat car in a racing game. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, it's funny because a, a couple people walked by at that moment, and I was like. I look real holy right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really did. <laughs> uh, speaking of very holy, um, we, we're mostly here to watch basketball and hang out, but yeah. we, we're, we're a group of Catholic bros and one Orthodox guy that I, I learned so much from. He's so great. It was, it was so much fun. Um, but we had mass every morning. Yep. Um, we had uh, evening prayer a couple of times. I, I'm sure it went well. <laughs> Evening prayer went well. I only participated in evening prayer one time. I didn't even. I don't know if they did it the other night, but it was because of the solemnity, so we could eat meat then and celebrate the solemnity of Saint Joseph today. So okay, so this this is let's see this this is releasing like a week, a week and a half after this happened. So it was a solemnity of Saint Joseph on a Saturday. Yes. So it was this big thing like our DM caused the Canon Lawyers podcast to answer our questions because one of them which was, was in the DM, which was awesome. It was incredible that a DM of dudes. Caused two canon lawyers to put to publish a podcast. Yep. Um, but it's like it's one of those weird Catholic rules where like, oh, if you pray evening prayer or go to mass at like you know, five five o'clock in the evening, then technically it's a solemnity and you could eat meat. So y'all were all like, oh, we're going to evening prayer to eat meat. Um, but at like two o'clock, I had a roast beef sandwich for lunch. <laughs> so I was like, I don't need this. <laughs> so you watched basketball. I did because it's just holy in its own right. It was the second day of of the of the like the first part of the bracket, and I had lost every game but one at that point. So I just like for my soul, I needed one win, and I didn't get it. Didn't get it. <laughs> Should have gone to evening prayer. <laughs> yep, lesson learned <laughs> for sure. Uh, but it is cool you bring that up. Like the it it is. I, I, we talked about this a lot on the podcast before. For me, it's pre evangelization in a way where we're just we're just hanging out. All of a sudden, you go from like making political jokes to like roasting each other to a deep conversation with someone you just met two days ago about about their faith. Right, and it was very cool. Yeah, it was. Like there's, there's a guy here who's um, uh, planning to convert from Protestant Protestantism to like Southern Southern Baptist. Talks like this, and the long, longer I sat next to him, the more I started talking like this too, uh, slipping into my old ways. But um, like he and I, and I know a lot of other people, like had great conversations and were like answering questions. Like the, the yeah. barriers that he has, that like he's very open to Catholicism, but there's still a lot of intellectual questions. And he was asking people. Like I knew he asked me a lot. I know I heard him asking other people a lot. So like it was just like a really normal um, way to like evangelize and catechize yeah. and teach while we're sitting there drinking. Um, Pours of bourbon that you poured me that was way too much. That was an accident. <laughs> the glass was bigger than I thought. <laughs> uh, the, the first day, let's just say the second day I needed a, a break from drinking. Yeah. And I had I took a break from drinking all day. And then in the evening, John poured me like six. It was dr- probably six drams. It was probably four <laughs> ounces, which is a lot. No, John. More than four ounces? It was an accident. John, if I went to a bar and ordered a double... Three times, it would be about what you poured me. (laughs) Everyone in the room was like, oh my gosh, what is he trying to do to you? (laughs) I did make the joke that I was hoping it would make you quieter. Uh, It it did not. (laughs) Um, So we had, we we were watching basketball. Everybody was in a bracket together. So there was some friendly competition and there's people from all over the country. So there were people rooting for different teams and stuff. Um, Like one of the bets that... um, 
that I one of the few bets I won was um, bet, betting on Michigan to win. Yep. Because uh, I didn't think I, I'm not a Michigan fan, but I wanted to root with you because I'm somewhat of a good person. Yeah. Somewhat. And, and it was fun. It was fun having everyone root for Michigan, uh, and they went crazy. Yeah. Um. One one negative thing that the the trip started off in a in a slightly negative fashion, not to where I was mad or upset, just a slightly irked. I'm listening. This is new to me. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I, you live 15 minutes away from the airport. Yeah. And you were like, hey, fly into this airport so it'll be easier for us to come get you. Yeah. And then I got here and you, um, with with some other words added, said, get an Uber. Yeah. It was 15 minutes away, John. Yeah, we were, we were at dinner. No, no, you weren't. We were at dinner. You were, we're still at you dinner. You left dinner at the time <laughs> that I was leaving the airport. It cost me $40 to go 15 minutes. I live in a small town, John. I could Uber halfway across Texas for forty dollars. <laughs> it, it is wild how much cheaper Ubers are in Texas. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So that that's how my weekend started. So I came in a little uh, a little irked. I couldn't even tell. You're great. It's because I, I think I call it always act irked. So when I actually am, nobody knows. Nobody can tell. <laughs> um, the other really positive thing we mentioned it earlier was that we had mass in your house. Yeah. Um, I have I have many many good things to say. Oh, 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 I forgot to compliment you. Oh. I forgot <laughs> to compliment comes, you. Here, here it comes. Here it comes. Um, see, I, I I think I saw your greatest quality today. And today? It is, it is, uh, 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 no, sorry. They're like, this, this <laughs> I was going to say, I've been very tired today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like over the last two days, I saw one of your greatest qualities that um, doesn't come across as much online. Yeah. And that's not your fault at all. Um, but seeing... You interact with all these very different people, and like you know, you are the thing connecting everybody here. Like that's an obvious thing. It's your house. Yeah. <laughs> you invited them. Um, but from all these different walks of life, uh, people that you met from stream, people that you met from Twitter, people that you met from your real life. Like I, I um, am fascinated by people, so I kind of went around. I was like, what do you do? Yeah. What's your life like? You know, um, and people from all different walks of life, all different um, business backgrounds, faith backgrounds. Um, and all of the connection was you and like seeing you walk around and like interact with everybody and like connect people. Like you would walk up and it was like, have you seen how I met your mother? Uh, only a couple of times. Have you met Ted? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Yes. Uh, so, so on the show, it's like, uh, the, this, the guy who wasn't as good with girls, which is not the comp in this case. Uh, he did very good. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> but you know, it's like, uh, you know, here, here's a person. I'm going to connect y'all to you and I'm going to walk off. Yeah. And seeing you do that was really good. Thanks, man. Yeah, I think it's one of your greatest qualities and I got to see it in a special way over the last couple of days. Okay. Now I'm done complimenting you. Okay. Um, mass. Yeah. We had mass every morning and it was My great. favorite part. Um, you said your favorite part about every 30 minutes. I, I have a lot of favorites. <laughs> you were like, <laughs> like there was a close game in basketball. This is my favorite part. Oh, I love, uh, people, I love the buzzer beaters. We didn't get many yesterday. We, yesterday's games were terrible. First day's yeah. games were tremendous. Yeah. Um, and then we'd be like doing a sing along. This is my favorite part. And then we'd be <laughs> eating cheese. This is my favorite part. Cheese. <laughs> <I love cheese. laughs> um, we had mass in your dining room. Yeah, it was really cool. So there's a, like it was always like early first thing in the morning. So not everybody's here yet. It's about 10 ten ish people every time, and uh, internet priests celebrated or, yeah. or or led prayer and that sort of thing. So people and priests that I had like interacted with kind of, but not not really known. Um, Father Backwards Feet was really good. Yep. I made the mistake of asking him why his name is Backwards Feet. Oh, no, it's great to show you. I learned, and it's terrifying. Yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> I've never seen anything like that before. <laughs> um, but we had Mass, 
And I, I said on the show a, a few weeks ago that uh, when I was in college, I went to two Latin masses. Okay. And I, I went to the first one because I was curious. I went to the second one um, to see if my first experience was a fluke. Because I wasn't a huge fan. Yeah. Um, and that's not just a... It's less of a, like a Tridentine mass take and more of a language take. Yeah. Like I... I felt this. I feel the same way at like Spanish matches that I've been to a bunch. Like I like going to mass in a language that I understand. Yeah. Right. Um, but there's something to be said of like the the solemnness and the holiness of that type of mass. So um, I mentioned maybe two three weeks ago that I had never been to an English ad orientum mass, meaning that the yeah. priest is facing towards the east, facing like essentially looking the same direction as the people are facing. I had never been to one. And now I have been to five in the last month. <laughs> and it's been it's been really cool because like for me, it's like this perfect middle ground of like everything was in English or, or they did like one part in Latin. But yeah. like oh, the mass is in English, like almost every parish and you know that we we would all attend. Uh, but it was ad orientum and uh, and it, it was cool. And it was cool just to like like every like it was so my fifth ad orientum English mass, but my first mass ever where the priest was only wearing socks. <laughs> that's funny i'm surprised by that because you've done mission trips and stuff I've, I've, priests will sometimes barefoot during those no 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 uh, i've never been around a priest like this <laughs> no one has <laughs> but we have um so sitting in mass and uh i have one complaint yeah. about masses um i want you to paint a picture of your kitchen and how we were all sitting in this odd oriented mess. How do I, um, so there is a dining room table that we normally, that's where my family and I eat. Where you dine. Yes. Uh, where we dine. <laughs> yeah. well, I grew up and we had a kitchen table and a dining room table and the dining yeah. room table. We only had fancy meals. It's like at. Bre breakfast and normal meals. And then like when, you know, yeah. Whenever a uh, company comes over or whenever the parents need to have a talk with the kids. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> nice so, so we only have one and that table, uh, we set it up and he did this last year. So it's the same setup as last year at the end of the table, he puts his little altar, which is really cool and beautiful. This one got for him. Um, and then he's facing the wall, right? As he's out of random. And then we are about three feet, maybe two feet behind him, uh, sitting on chairs or standing. Yes. Uh, uh, and many other people are strewn throughout the kitchen. Yeah. So instead of sitting like priest in front and all of us behind him, we're all like to the left in a line. Yeah, that's very weird. Uh, so you made one mistake in how you explained this. You said that the priest was facing the wall. He wasn't. He was facing a room that's about 10 feet long that then had a wall. That then had a wall. <laughs> so why didn't we just push the table against the wall so we could all sit in the dining room table? That is a room? very easy fix. <laughs> I know it is. I thought about it every time. And I'm like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to see if anybody else is smart enough to figure this out. That's and funny. no one said a thing. It didn't even cross my mind. But it has crossed my mind that it's awkward. It's crossed my mind that we're in an awkward spot, but never once crossed my mind to do anything about it. To fix it yeah. in literally something that would take two and a half seconds. Yep. Yeah. Bunch of grown men just moving. <laughs> table right. <laughs> that probably weighs you know 12 pounds so um do you, i'm gonna test you now okay do you remember the 5th of november do you remember <laughs> do you remember the first reading from the first mass we celebrated oh i gosh. know this is two days ago thursday thursday um jeremiah it was very good that's all i know what, what? <laughs> that's all i know uh, the story of of, uh, of Jeremiah. Yep. Yep. Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing it. So um, 
It's, it is in Jeremiah, and it's one of my favorite scriptures that, ironically enough, popped into my head about a week ago. And I told Father Paul this, who was, who was celebrating okay. with his backwards feet and socks. Um, it, it was interesting because a lot of I've told people before, like how I do show prep is like whether I'm in mass or in, in prayer or just going about my normal day, something pops in my head and I take a note of it and I put it under one of y'all's names. Like, oh, this would be good to talk about with John. This would be yeah. good to talk about with Liv or whatever. And I was in mass the other day. And it is this kind of struggle for me because it's like, I hear something and it's like, oh, I want to talk about this, but also like I'm in mass. So sometimes if I think, if it's a brand new thought, like yeah. something I've never thought before, I'll pull out my phone and just jot down a little note. Yeah. And and then I'll like, be like not a full note, but be able to look at it later and be like, oh, oh yeah, this is. is, you know, it reminds me or whatever. But sometimes I'm like, oh, this is a thought I had a long time ago. So it's not a new thought, but I haven't talked about it in a while. Yeah. I'll remember. And then I forgot. <laughs> and the thought that I had about a week ago was about this this tree planted next to the river. Um, so it was, it, was, it was funny that I was able to like, oh, I was meant to talk about this. Yeah. Because I thought about talking about it and then forgot it. And then it was the reading on a Thursday, a week later, um, which this is the first daily mass I've been to in a very long time <laughs> since. Have I gone to one since COVID? I don't know. Maybe I have. Um, but. Here's how, here's how the story goes. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. He is, like a, he is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches out its roots to the stream. It fears not the heat when it comes. It leaves stay green. In the year of drought, it shows no distress, but still bears fruit. So you've heard this story yeah. and like thought about this story, right? So mental picture, it's like it, 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 right before, I didn't read the whole thing, right before it's talking about a desert. Which like we're in what now? Yeah, oh, the desert, nice. Um, but this tree is in a desert. So what do most trees in deserts do? Die. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but this tree, there's there's like a, a little mini oasis, and there's this river, and it's not planted on the river. Like you know, you you think of like a stream in a desert. There would be like a few flowers, like within like a two, one or two foot radius of the of the river, and yeah. then it'd just be death and decay and 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 um, you know dirt and dryness and all this stuff. But this tree is planted a little ways off, but its roots are so long and deep that those roots reach the river. Mm -hmm. So even though it's standing in the desert, it still comes to life. Yeah. So what does that mean for, for me, John? What am I trying to say here? Uh, that you want to be more like that tree and have deeper roots. Yeah, I do. Yeah? I do. And um, I think as difficult, like we're talking about the desert of Lent. But I, I've mentioned a few times over the last few weeks that I feel like I'm coming out of a two-year desert. Yeah. Like from COVID till about like January of this year felt very much like a two-year Lent, right? Yeah. Um, I think one of the things looking back that was like my saving grace was even though maybe I wasn't going, going to the river every day like I was supposed to, not going to the sacraments, not going to prayer every day. But because I had built up this this base, like these deep roots in Catholicism and in prayer beforehand, it's like things got dry and things got like, you know, kind of scary. If you're the tree in a desert, it's kind of scary. It's like yeah. everything around me is dying. Everything kind of, kind of sucks. It doesn't look great. It doesn't feel great, but there's still, there's still some life yeah. and you might not be able to see it above ground, but it's because it's deeper. It's like deep in my soul, in my heart, there was this, this deepness of like theology and prayer and connection to God from a while ago yeah. that like, it doesn't last forever, right? Like at some point, yeah. the river's going to dry up, right? But if you're connected to it in a deeper way, um, you'll be able to to survive. So, like, like 
yes, I want to be more like the tree and be a little healthier in my in my spiritual life. And I think it's coming. But um, like in times where I am feeling good, like now, I'm feeling pretty good in my yeah. faith now, um, continuing to go deeper in the times where things feel good so that eventually when the yep. bad times come again, I'm not going to die on the vine even when things seem to suck. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what we, right. I mean, you, you've been telling teens this for how long when you're doing ministry as well. Like we, it's, it's so easy to pray when things are bad. Um, uh, but we're, we're often not praying when things are good, right? <laughs> like, right or yeah, or yeah. giving thanks and, and gratitudes for all the blessings. You I don't have. need you. Everything's great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks when I'm depressed again. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but no, that's, that's beautiful, dude. Yeah. So it was a good time. I really enjoyed being here. I really enjoyed the party, getting to know people, um, with, with just like, it, it was, it was one of those things we talk about all the time, like how to share your faith or live your faith without being a freaking weirdo, you yeah, know? Yeah. And I feel like this was a really cool space for that, that you created. So high five. Hey, thanks dude. Yeah, you and, did I, it. and I will say uh, this, this one was my favorite one. <laughs> uh, yeah, of but, course it was. But seriously, like it's, it, as we grow, as we're growing up and getting more mature and stuff with the people who show mm. up to this thing. <laughs> Like it, it really is. It really is like a good thing. It's not a. It's not like there's a bunch of bad things happening where some good happens in spite. Right. It's just a. It was a good two days, um. And and that's that's that means a lot to me. That's what I really wanted it to be this year, and it really was. So thanks for being a part of it. You did it. You did it. All right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a break. We'll come right back and play a game. Do not go anywhere. Ooh, a game. Hey. One of my favorite Catholic movies is called The Way. It's with Martin Sheen and his son. Uh, it's about walking in the Camino de Santiago uh, in Spain. I love the movie so much. If you haven't watched it yet, you should check it out. It's all about walking the Camino in this uh, amazing pilgrimage, a pilgrimage um, to a Catholic church, to the um, Cathedral of St. James. I've always wanted to do this. Uh, you know, we just talked about my health. I, I hopefully get my feet under control and uh, and uh, get in some shape and lose a little bit of weight. And then I can go do the Camino one day. If you would like to go do the Camino this summer, Select International Tours is leading a trip from July 23rd through August 2nd. Um, you can check all of it out at fortecatholic.com slash tours, T-O-U-R-S. Um, I am jealous. I would love to be able to go on this trip this year. I can't, but you can. Hopefully, I'll be able to go in the future. So check it out. If you want to go do one of the coolest Catholic pilgrimages um, and walk the Camino, then I think you should do it. fortecatholic.com slash tours. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. That is Jonathan Bearded Lene Blowens. Did you notice that um, anything special about the last episode you were on, the little thumbnail that we used? It said Lene on it. It did. For the first time ever, I put it on the I thumbnail. I did notice that. I love that. <laughs> you didn't mention Lene. it. I wasn't sure if you saw it at all. So we are going to play uh, one of our favorite games called Imitate, Intercess, or Ignore. Oh my gosh, the ignore part is tough. It is. So... Very similar to another game that we won't mention that a lot of people played as children. Um, but we are going, so we are going to give each other three saints, a set of three saints. Uh, we have to choose which one we would like to imitate, which one we would like to live like, you know, which one that we, we want to like, you know, follow them as they followed Christ, right? We're going to choose one that we want to intercede for us, to pray for us on, on you know, pray for us to, to the Lord on our behalf. And then one of them we have to choose to completely ignore. So... Uh, we have played this game before, but if you've never listened before, it gets kind of fun. Hopefully, you might learn a little bit about some um, more random saints and also watch both of us sweat as we have to say that we are going to ignore one of the holiest people in yes. history. Okay. Um, would you like to choose first or have me choose first? I'll have you choose first. Okay. Go ahead. Your first, first set. set is St. Maximilian Kobe. 
Okay. Kobe! <laughs> the way you said it. Kobe! <laughs> Ignatius of Loyola. Now here, like, every, if you don't, if people don't know Maximilian Kobe, right? He was like the original Hunger Games. I volunteer as tribute. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and uh, and and was just sacrificed his life uh, in a concentration camp so that a family could live, a, a dad could live. Uh, Ignatius of Loyola, okay, who uh, founded the Jesuits. Yep. Um, but before that, he was shot in the leg with a cannon and put weights on, and it was shorter than the other leg. And then he put weights on it to make them go back down, and then went back out and started fighting again. He was a knight. Yeah, he's a badass. <laughs> Which is badass. very cool. Yeah, yeah. And St. Therese of Lisieux, who is the little flower, so I felt it was appropriate to bring her up. I know she's kind of famous and you're deleting yours right now. Because <laughs> yeah. no, 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 the no. same I, ones. I, I always forget. I'm not I'm not smart enough to keep all three of these things in my head at once. So Maximilian Kobe, Ignatius of Loyola, St. Therese of Lisieux. Okay. I think, I think I've been given Therese of Lisieux before when we played this game. So this will not come as a surprise to anyone. I worked as a missionary, and she is the patron saint of missionaries and never went anywhere. <laughs> So I'm, <laughs> so I'm ignoring her. Oh my god! I don't like the idea. She was, don't get me wrong, very holy. Her yeah. whole little way of like doing small things, great love, like doing the little things for the Lord. Very cool. Very cool. But it's, so it's not her fault that I'm ignoring her. It's yeah. the church's fault for making her the patron saint of missionaries who are people who go out and evangelize yeah. when she was locked in a room as a, as a sister and died young. Yeah. Not her fault. Not her fault. And not her fault, but I'm ignoring her. Um, I, I am going to, um, imitate Ignatius. Okay. Uh, because yes, he, he got hit with, with the cannonball and he was not a person of faith. Yeah. Uh, but then he, the only things that it was one other book, I forget what it was. It, maybe it was a history of war. I could be wrong on that. But the second book that I know for sure was, um, a book of Catholic saints. Yeah. So this is a saint learning about how to be a saint from other saints. Yeah. Right. Um, so like intellectually he learned these things and, because he was stuck and couldn't go anywhere, he learned about these saints, and obviously it made him a saint, and he started an order that was good for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe making a comeback. Yeah. Um, so I want to imitate him. I want to ask for the prayers of St. Maximilian Colby, because he was the first volunteer's tribute. And it's something that I've mentioned before on the show, but it's like, like for him, he was a, a, he was a single man because yeah. he was a priest, right? So I feel like it, I like to think if I was in that scenario... I've wrestled with this a lot since I've had really since I got married and had kids. Yeah. It's like he volunteered to save this family. But if I did it, then my family would be without yep. a husband and a father, which while <laughs> especially while my kids are still young, I think that is important for me to be around. Right. So it, it's it's I don't think there is a correct answer for yeah. what to do. And that's what I've been wrestling with for a long time. So because I've been wrestling with it and like, would I at this point in my life? do what he did? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. So I want, I want him to pray for me one to give me the courage to do it if I'm supposed to, but also to have the the knowledge and wisdom and understanding to know when I'm supposed to do yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. So, that's beautiful, man. Yeah, well said. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Your first one. Okay. Um, as we are sitting here, uh, St. Patty's day was very no. recent. Um, so <laughs> you don't like St. Patrick. You're no, this no. is funny. Okay. So St. Patrick. Yep. Um, I was in, this might be one. Have you heard of Lushy Stanley Rother? I have not. Okay. So I'll have to teach a little bit about him. So I was just in Oklahoma City, yeah. which is where he lived, which is a crazy thing. Like he, this was like within, like very close to our lifetimes yeah. when he died. So it, it's very, I, I've seen, I've been to his grave. I've seen like where his body is and he died like recently. Wow. Which is, it's it's crazy. Like all these other saints that we've mentioned so far, at least yep. were hundreds of years ago. But that a saint walked like in this place was 
recently, which is crazy. So he um he was a priest from America and and kept going down into South America to 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 teach, evangelize, you know, celebrate mass and those sorts of things, and um, was beaten and brutalized, and a bunch of other Catholics were killed. So he he got called home, and he was like a, a, a shepherd doesn't leave his flock. So he got he asked to go back and died almost immediately upon wow. returning. So like he's like I'm not going to leave my flock. He's really really cool. So blessed Stanley Rother, Saint Patrick, and Saint Martin de Porres. Do you know anything about him? Uh, a little bit, not a ton. <laughs> the, the coolest story about him is that he was a he was a, a person of color and uh, wanted to join the order. And they said no because he was a person of yeah. color. But he's like, God called me to be here. I need to be here. Can I stay on as like the porter, like the you know kind of uh, person who uh, opens the door, greeter, cleans up, and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. Kind of like a butler sort of thing. And uh, they said yes, so he was able to stay because God called him to stay there. Uh, and then they would celebrate mass, and they would all go receive communion just like we all normally do. And then uh, he would receive communion and levitate. <laughs> so they were like, "Okay, you can stay." <laughs> okay, so Dude, Saint, that's amazing. Saint Martin de Porres. Blessed Stanley Rother and St. Patrick, who drank a lot of green beer. <laughs> and drove the snakes. That's a virus. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to imitate St. Martin de Porres, right? Okay, yep. Because uh, that takes a lot of courage to do what he did. Yep. Uh, and I want to levitate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that'll be really cool. Maybe uh, if we both lose a little bit of weight, we could get closer yeah. to levitating. I'll God's like, that. I can't pick you up yet. <laughs> I, would, I would love that. I'm ignoring... Doesn't matter what order I do it in. No, I'm on. ignoring St. Patrick, and it's okay. not because of anything he did. Just like it wasn't St. Teresa's fault. It's not right. St. Patrick's fault that a lot of Catholics are misinformed about who he is and, and what he did. Uh, he was actually a, a great, a great saint, and and does great things. He's a patron saint, like a million things, which is crazy. Uh, but I'm just I'm ignoring him because I have to pick one to ignore. Yep. And I am then going to. Hmm, I'm gonna ask who's the third one. Don't tell me. Uh, blessed Stanley Rother. Rother, yeah, very good. I'm going to ask for his intercession yep. because that's powerful. Uh, that that is wild loyalty, right? And uh, and so he has to be holy, which means that his prayers will work for me. Yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> dude, it, it, like one of the craziest experiences I've ever had as a Catholic was sitting in the chapel where his body is, wow. knowing that like people that I was with knew him. Yeah, like there are people that I have met that know him. That's awesome. And that's like one of the first times I've had that experience. How, I have, so, I not, how have I not heard of him? He's kind of like an Oklahoma legend, okay. right? Like I had never even heard, even living in Texas, the next door neighbor, I had never heard of him until I went to Oklahoma. Wow. He's, but he he is a 100% like Oklahoma local hero um, and he'll become a saint very soon. Um, so wow. It's cool. very exciting. Okay. Oh, it's for me. For me. It is your turn. Yeah. It's a, now I, I am picking a similar one of you and that's okay because it makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. I want to hear your answer. So it it was recently St. Patrick's Day. Okay. St. Patrick. Okay. St. Valentine. Do okay. you know a little bit about yeah, St. Valentine? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We just give away, we, we give out like heart cards uh, when he was beheaded. Yeah, 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 <laughs> like, yeah, yeah like, sure. That's the most ridiculous sure. thing ever. And then uh, this is all relevant. And then St. Peter. Okay. And I chose St. Peter because St. Peter's basketball team just had a huge upset recently. Yeah. So it was just Valentine's Day. It was just St. Patrick's Day. And St. Peter's just won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so of those three legends. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, I, too, am ignoring Patrick. <laughs> See? <laughs> Poor guy. Poor We're guy. We're so sorry. We, wanna, uh, we will mail a letter to St. Patrick. We will. Apologizing. Um, I am going to... I'm going to ask for St. Peter's prayers. I think the last time I was given Peter, I said I was going to imitate him um, because I'm an idiot that wants to serve the Lord. <laughs> that seems to <laughs> fit pretty well. Um, 
I'm going to ask for his prayers uh, because uh, similar uh, the timeline the timelines will match up. Things are getting better at my parish around January. And my faith is getting better around January. Yeah. So uh, there's a lot of there was a lot of hurt there, and now things are getting better. Uh, so I want I want uh, Saint Peter to continue praying for me that my experience of his church will continue to grow and get better. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I am going to imitate Saint Valentine because of reasons. <laughs> because of reasons. Love. Love. Marriage. Uh, no beheading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not that part. <laughs> but I, l- l- we'll leave it at that. Sounds good. Uh, the, no, I know you very love. well. Saint I know you very well. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. Okay. Um, you made me say something about the Jesuits earlier. I have a very similar one. Okay. St. Dominic. St. Dominic. Of the Dominicans. St. Francis. Okay. Of the Franciscans. All right. And St. Benedict of the Benedictines. Those are my three favorites. <laughs> those are my, I just hit my head on the focus water. <laughs> those are my three favorite, like, orders. I gotcha. I... Oh my goodness. So not only did they start the orders, uh, you can add things if you want since they're your favorites, yep. but St. Dominic uh, received the rosary. Yeah. Uh, St. Francis uh, preached to animals and um, and and Saint ben- and, and got naked because he was rich. And St. Benedict, uh, big spiritual warfare kind of guy, like uh, make, making fun of Satan when Satan showed up, that sort of thing. I'm ignoring St. Benedict. <sighs> And and the reason why enjoy your terrible dreams, I, dude. No. <laughs> the reason why is because like I don't want any. I don't want anything to do with that, dude. Like I, if I'm scared of anything, it is probably like the evil that is in this world. That I, so I I don't want to to enter that in, open any door. Benedict, I should ask him to pray for me. No, I'm ignoring him. I'm ignoring Benedict because I want to imitate to your peril. I know I want to imitate um, Saint Dominic because. The focus of uh, like that he has on education and like f- and like forming the whole person and uh, and knowing your faith and being able to share that is something that I pretend to be good at having a master's from a Jesuit school. <laughs> uh, and it's something that I wish I loved to do more. I wish I loved to study more and to read more. And so I want I would I would imitate St. Dominic and then. Ask for the prayers of St. Francis. Uh, it's fun. And that's hard to say because St. Francis is my patron. Oh, no way. So I should like be wanting to imitate him. Patron? Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, and I like I went to a Franciscan school at first. And then the town in Manitowoc, Wisconsin is literally a Franciscan town. Like it's, they have a Franciscan hospital, uh, you know, a cemetery. Like everything there is Franciscan. Uh, and so and then Pope Francis became the Pope like while I was kind of like in a big part of my faith. And so I, I really do like uh, St. Francis. But I will ask for his prayer. Because I don't want to run around naked and sell everything I have. Okay, good. good. <laughs> or good, give it away. Good thing we made it through the party without anything like that happening. Yep. Oh, man. I was going to respond with something, but I'm so tired that I forgot. You were saying something about – what were you saying about Dominic? Dominic? Just yeah. that, that I th- his... Oh, oh here's, here's what I was going to say. Okay. Because this is something – you said you were kind of feeling bad that you were not better at it, right? Um, this is a realization that I don't know that, I don't know if you and I have ever talked about before. And it's actually funny that you and I would talk about it because – I think that you and I are uh, maybe – I'm going to say Excel because I can't think – what we are better at is actually the opposite of these two things. I used to struggle with um, – I'm I, I, I'm naturally the opposite of you. Um, when it comes to like ministry in person, I am much more comfortable doing the like catechesis side, taking people who are already evangelized and taking them deeper. Yeah, That's where my skill set lies, which is ironic because most of this show is mostly on the evangelization yeah. side, right? 
you, like with, we talked about it in the first segment, with your stream and bringing people together, the pre-evangelization, like having a, a, sa like a, a safe and cool place to like share Catholicism, but it's like, I don't like, it's easy to be around, is more the evangelization yeah. side. And you were saying you kind of feel bad about it. So if you feel bad about it because you want to grow, that's one thing. Right. But you excel, like I, I had to kind of, uh, it's it's the whole thing like the many gifts for different people, right? Where it's like um, some are apostles, some are evangelists, some are teachers, and it's like I think God gave me the gift of teaching more than like being an evangelist, and yeah. I think it's the opposite for you. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to grow in that, cool, but also recognize the gift you have Thank that you, I lack in. I I have to try to be more evangelistic. Evangelistic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay. We have time for, uh, where are we at? One more each? Uh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> I know I've- Oh, no. <laughs> I know I've given you this one before, but I but I think I think I did. No, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I'm going to do this one. I have to, uh, okay. <laughs> Blessed Kiara Badano. Okay. Do you know her? Uh, not really. She, she- I know that's your- Beautiful. Yeah, that's my, my daughter's name after her. Beautiful uh, saint, uh, blessed right now. She- uh, she got really, really sick. My, my phone just uh, changed it to chairs. <laughs> <laughs> she got really sick um, at a young age uh, after she had a pretty huge conversion uh, and and basically just gave everything away and went and served people. Uh, and then she got really sick. And as she was dying, she just suffered really well. Um, and she was like, I mean, beautiful girl. Like, in our, like she was born in like the 90s. She looks exactly like my wife. Uh, really? Beautiful girl. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's wild. So, it's, so she's great, uh, but she did pass away. Okay. Uh, uh, as, as a requirement. How about Carlo Acutis? Am I saying his last name right? Uh, I feel like you've given me this exact one before. And the only thing that I got you was don't do what you've done before earlier. <laughs> how am I supposed to remember that? And Mother Mary. Okay, we're not doing that. Why? Uh, here, because we've already done that one. Here. I didn't give you Mary. I, yes, you did. We did the three Marys one time. It was like Mary, Mary. I Magdalene. do have another one. Um, okay, try the other one. Okay. St. Joseph, because it is the Feast of St. Joseph okay. today. Uh, it is not when people are listening to the podcast, but it is when we're recording it. Uh, Saint Lawrence. Oh, uh, uh, he's the uh, the athlete and got hit with arrows. Well, it, stuff, no, right? Saint Lawrence, I think, is the one who said, "Flip me over." I'm oh, okay, 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 yeah, okay. <laughs> he was burned. Oh, that's Sebastian that I was thinking of. Yeah, okay, Sebastian, okay, patron okay. of of sports. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, like it's, because he didn't die by getting hit with arrows. Yeah, like yeah, what yeah. is? It makes no sense. Okay, so uh, so Saint Lawrence it makes more uh, sense than Therese being missionaries. <laughs> and then Saint Christopher, oh, yeah. the patron saint of travelers, as you sure. as you traveled from Houston and to Chicago. My patron and my son's name. See, okay, um, this is much better than your last. Thank one you. you gave <laughs> I'm me glad I ago. wrote okay. it down. Then, so um, I I am going to imitate Christopher because I think among saints, not that I am saintly. But it's probably the most similar, which is why he's my patron. Okay. The person that I am most similar to. So um, the story with St. Christopher, and it might be legend, so don't nobody yell at me. But essentially, it's the story of uh, he was a, a, a large kind of troll-like character. Very large man, which uh, I can relate to. <laughs> and um, there was a very dangerous river, and people couldn't cross it. There was no bridge or anything. And so what he would do is, he, since he was tall and, and large and bulky, he would carry people across the river. Because he could walk along yeah. the bottom. And carry people across. And he was really strong. He'd carry like whole families over. And then one day this little kid comes and he sits on his shoulders. And which, you know, he's carried whole families. What's yeah. one little kid, right? And as he's in, in the river, he starts to sink because he's this little, and he's, he's very confused. Because like, it's just a little kid. Why am I so tired, right? 
Um, but he's able, he's finally able to go across and then it's revealed that the kid is Jesus and like Jesus had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Oh, wow. And Christopher had Jesus on his shoulders. So he felt the weight of the world, the weight of all of our sins, the weight of everything that Jesus felt on the cross and all that stuff um, as, as he went across. And I feel like um, a lot of my life is is bearing with difficult things yeah. and still trying to be faithful. Right. Yep. Um, where like I mean, he's not the intellectual. He's not the uh, among the saints. You have all these great stories. And like this is Christopher's story. It's not anything incredibly miraculous. It's just doing the same mundane thing that you're doing over and over again as a large male, n- not intellectual person, <laughs> just doing the things that you can to help people out. And that's what that, that's what I try to do. So like I'm going to choose to imitate him. Um, I'm going to um, ask for the intercession at intercessions of um St. Lawrence just okay. so that my comedy would be better. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I think I've said St. Joseph before so I've already got him praying for me so before you yell at me I'm going to ignore St. Joseph because he didn't say much. <laughs> I mean if the, much bi- if the Bible can ignore him so can I. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I think St. Lawrence helped me with that joke. <laughs> See it's already working. It's already working. Already working. Thanks St. Lawrence. Okay one last one for you. Um Very similar. Okay. Uh, kind of idea. St. Veronica. Yeah. The one in, in, from the Stations of the Cross, which, yep. by the way, pray the Stations of the Cross with us every Friday in Lent. Just search for the Catholic Stations of the Cross. We've got them in video format, audio format, and text That's format. Good. That's pray good. with us. Okay. St. Veronica, um, which means true image. That's all, that's all it means. Veronica. True image, because you got the true image of Jesus' face on I her. did not know that. Yeah. Um, St. Catherine of Siena. Oh, gosh. Doctor of the Church. Yeah. And St. Felicity. Uh, who is my my baby daughter's name? We got your Kiara, and now we've got my Felicity. Felicity. She's a um, a virgin martyr. Yeah, not my daughter. <laughs> She's a virgin, but not a uh, martyr yet. <laughs> I am going to ignore. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to ask for the intercession of Saint Felicity. Oh, for my daughter. Nice. Yeah. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh, and so I, that, yeah, I was going to say ignore her, but I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to ignore. I've ignored her this week. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here. really funny. <laughs> I'm going to ignore uh, St. Uh, Veronica. Mm. And that's because I need to be better at praying the Stations of the Cross. Well, <laughs> if, if uh, next Friday you can join us. There you go. I just lobbed that one right up for you again. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Um, but But I like her. Um, but I'm going to ignore her. And then who's my other one? I want to imitate um, the smart one, the, Catherine Siena. And my reason for that is, like I said, the same thing with St. Dominic. Uh, part of it, dude, is that I, I, I love, I love teaching and doing that, but I have not read a theology book <laughs> in over five years. Like not well, one. So John, I've been trying to tell you about this thing called podcast. I years, know, <laughs> but there's this other thing called audiobooks. I, I should do that. I, I really want to. And so I am going to say, I would like to imitate her. Okay. Well, I'm very proud of you. I think we made it through this without too much scandal. So we hope you enjoyed it. Hope you learned about some saints. Let us know if we made any, uh, if we agreed with you or if you were like yelling at your, at your, at your car as you listened to the (laughs) podcast. Uh, Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Attention, Amazon shoppers. Did you know that every single one of your purchase um, that you make on Amazon, you can force Amazon to donate money to Forte Catholic? You can! This is all with their program called Amazon Smile. So if you go to smile.amazon.com or amazon.smile.com or literally just type in Amazon Smile, it will take you to it. And you could select from any charity 
And every purchase that you get, a portion of it, Amazon will donate to that charity. It doesn't cost you an extra penny at all. Um, some people have started to do this. I just got like a $16 payment from Amazon this month, costing uh, listeners no more to you. So if you would like to uh, support us in a way that is free for you, because we all know everybody shops on Amazon these days, after, especially after the last two years when we uh, you know, didn't want to shop in places anymore. Please, it would mean the world to me if you go um, and and set us up, uh, set Forte Catholic up as your as your charity um, over at Amazon Smile. Thanks. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll. This is so much fun being is, here in person. It is more fun in person. Yeah, it's fun on Zoom, but it's more fun in person. Yeah. So you were you were the last holdout of co-hosts that I had never recorded with in person, and it's. It's just going so smoothly. Not for lack of trying. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> Every exactly. time I'm in Houston, you invite yeah. me very generously to come to your house. And, and, and I you very ungenerously <laughs> refuse to do a really easy thing and drive. I don't want to pay an Uber, you know? I, I will take you <laughs> because I'm not a bad friend. Okay. Um, I want to talk a little bit about sports with you because I saved the sports topics with Love you. Love sports. Um, are you a big baseball fan? Or I don't. Not I, really, right? No, I, I'm a. I like the. I like the Tigers, and I actually have a friend who has season tickets to the White Sox, and so I try. I get to about one or two White Sox games a month when they play the Tigers in a month. Okay. Yeah, and so one or two games a month, uh, he takes me very generously, and so I'm getting more into it. Okay, getting more into it. So let's. This is this is the. Uh, it's not a faith trivia test. Now it's a baseball trivia test. Okay. Um, I actually got this wrong in my talk that I gave uh, in uh, right next to Blessed Stanley Rother a few weeks ago. I said I, I was off by two. Okay. How many baseball teams are there in the MLB right now? Oh my gosh, dude. I'm going to get it wrong too. Um, 27. Okay. I'll help you out. How many are in the NFL? 32. It's very close. 35. 30. Okay. Darn. There are 30, 30 teams in baseball. Okay. Um, not this year because a bunch of games were canceled because of a strike. How many games are in a normal baseball season? Uh <clears throat> Excuse me, 182? 162. Okay, very, that was close. Very, very close, very close. 162. Uh, all, all we need is that last little loop off the eight to make yep. the six. Yep. yep. Um, and about how long has the MLB existed? Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't know that. A little over how many years? A little over 100 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very close. the Cubs won the first one after 100 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little over 100 years. So 30 teams. Uh, now, granted, all 100 years, it's it's grown. There's more teams. But yeah. just think about it on average. Um. 30, 30 teams for most of history, um, a, a, a hundred, about 100 years, about 162 games a year. Yeah. Now, I know it's not the same every year, but let's just take those numbers as an average, right? So that is like thousands, tens of thousands of games yeah. that have been played yes. in Major League Baseball. Um, do you know what a perfect game is? I do. Okay? Right? A perfect game is where a pitcher will not walk anyone. And give up zero hits. Right. And no hit batters. And Li- no hit batters. No errors either. No one, and, no, and, no, and no one on base at no all. No one on base. So even if it's not his fault, yep. even if like <laughs> you know, the, a guy hits it to the shortstop, the shortstop fumbles the ball, it's an error, he gets on base, no longer a perfect game. Yep. Even though it wasn't the pitcher's fault. No base runners. Um. So with all of those numbers, the, the 30 teams, the uh, over 100 years, 162 games a year, yeah. how many perfect games do you think there has been? In history, you would if you would have asked me that before you told me. Oh, I did tell you. Okay. I would have guessed. I would have probably guessed over a hundred, and yeah. I would have thought that that was maybe too little. Yeah, that maybe there were more than that. So I'm gonna. That's what I would have guessed right. about a hundred. So there's been a lot. There's been a lot of no hitters, which is yep. not allowing any hits, but allowing a few walks, hit batters, some errors, that sort of thing. Uh, perfect games, 
23. Wow. 23 in history. In all that time, with all those teams, all those, this, all the slog of all those games being played, only 23 perfect games in professional in professional baseball, which is crazy, right? It so is. I, I hear the word, like literally, a huge thing in faith started to make sense to me when I heard that step. Yeah. So uh, you've heard the whole idea of be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. Yep. Right. Sounds impossible. It does. That's not impossible. <laughs> it's like, hey, not only do you need to be kind of like me, as you know, Jesus saying, you need to be kind of, he's like, no, you need to be perfect yeah. like I am. We are all, all, all of our lives should look like Jesus' lives, life. And they do, they do not. Yeah. Right. So clearly not a perfect game. Right. Um, do you know what um, earned run average is? The ERA. Do you understand that stat for baseball pitchers? Uh, not like a little bit. I know like what's a good and a high one, but I don't know like so, I w- you. So I wouldn't what's be able what's to, a good one? I wouldn't be able to tell you like much about that. I can explain it. What, what do you Go think a, a good one is? I mean, three hundred. Three. Yeah, three point zero. Yeah. Three point zero is a, is, a, is a pretty average for good. Yeah. Right. Um, average is probably five. Okay. Um, earned run average is the average amount of runs that you give up at every nine innings. Yeah. So like. Not every pitcher pitches nine innings every game, but they right. might pitch six one game and three the next game. How many runs did they give up over nine innings? So, right. um, like the Hall of Fame average is somewhere around three. Okay, like some of the best seasons ever in a whole season is like maybe in the twos. Like Roger Clemens gotten the one sometimes, Sandy Koufax that sort of thing. But like even the best seasons are like low twos. Okay, um, even some pretty good seasons like All Stars can have like three point five. You know, like still in there. Um, but my, my favorite is like when a when a pitcher like gets one out and gives up a run, he has a twenty seven ERA. Yeah. You know, like it, it's crazy, right? So this whole I, I'm looking at this perfect game, and yet we don't expect our pitchers to pitch a perfect game right. every time, right? So we have like in baseball, we have the Hall of Fame, Hall of Famers. I haven't done the actual math, but most of them have somewhere around a, a three ERA. Yeah, get where they give up about about a run every three innings. Yeah, you know, three runs every nine innings, right? Um. That's our Hall of Fame. Like the, these are the best players ever. They weren't perfect, but this is the best that we have, right? Yep. Um, and then we look at Catholicism. Who's our Hall of Fame? <laughs> the Saints. The Saints. The people that we just talked about in the in the last segment, right? So they too were trying to be perfect, like our Heavenly Father is perfect. The, uh, all but one of them <laughs> were not perfect, right? But, some some argue that Saint Charles of Lisieux may have achieved perfection towards the end. Uh, no, because <laughs> she was a terrible missionary. <laughs> but like we we have our Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. The people who were just like the pitchers, very 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 good, the best among us. They're they're, they're absolutely tremendous, but they weren't perfect, yeah. right? Um, but here's here's how it like finally started to make sense for my life because it was like I was looking at these baseball pitchers and it's like it's dang near impossible to throw a perfect game because of the stats we threw out at the beginning yeah. of the segment, but. How ridiculous would it be for a pitcher to be like, you know what? I didn't give up any runs last time I was out here. I can give up nine today. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. how crazy would that be, right? Or even putting it down to the batter, like, I've struck out the last two. There's two outs in this inning. It's okay if this guy gets on base. Yep. What's the goal of every pitcher in every yeah, pitch? Yeah, strike him out. Strike him out, get him. get him out, right? It's not, the goal isn't like, I'll give up a few, I'll give up three runs. In yeah. the That's not the goal. <laughs> the goal is to be perfect every single pitch, yep. but, and, tr- and trying to be perfect and doing all the things off the field, on the field to be perfect, they end up giving up about three runs every nine innings. And that puts them in the Hall of Fame, right? Yeah. So I think a lot of us, myself very much included in this, <laughs> are doing very similar things to what we already agreed is super stupid. Yeah. Of like, 
I can give up nine runs in my spiritual life today. Yep. I was pretty good yesterday, you know, or like, you know, we're talking about batters. Like even the end of it's like, oh, I've said no to this temptation six times. It's okay if I let this guy get on base. Yeah. Like that, that, that sort of thing. Right. So um, like it, it's, it makes the decisions that I make and we all make in our spiritual life look really stupid when we compare it to these baseball pitchers. Yeah. Because it's like they're trying to get about every single time. Yeah. We should be trying to. <laughs> Absolutely. So. Oh my gosh, the bird just hit the window again. It's nuts, bro. It's terrifying. It's, look at it. It's so stupid. And it poops on its legs, and then it gets all over the windows. I know how that feels. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so th that helped me a lot with this whole like idea of like how to look at, we should be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect, because a lot of us look at it and we're like, that's impossible. I can't even try, so then we don't try. Yeah. We have to be like the baseball pitcher and try. Yeah. What do you think? I, think? I think it makes a lot of sense. It's inspiring to me. Uh, and we should have told everyone while they were here, but maybe now they'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so a weird thing happened. There were like, you said about 40 at a time and maybe 60 people that showed yeah. up, right? Um, I got three new subscribers to YouTube yesterday. Nice. And then I went to bed and I was back to where I started. So I think they just did it while I was in their presence and then unsubscribed. No, right? <laughs> no way. That would be wild. I don't even know how to unsubscribe to someone on YouTube. So uh, I don't... You hit the subscribe button again. Oh, that sounds easy Don't enough. do it. Don't do I will it. not. I will not. In fact, I may not be subscribed to you. I have two, two accounts. I, I will make are. sure I sub on my other one. So I have double To make double up for subbed. the three that unfollowed me That's yesterday. Right. By the way, everyone, uh, you can pray the stations across on our YouTube channel. YouTube.com slash On Friday. Catholic. Search for Tech Catholic slash stations across. John, that's when you can subscribe next week. Because you said you wanted to pray the station across. That sounds good to me. With Father Anthony and I, how good does that sound? That sounds great. I okay. love you both. Um, any final thoughts about the baseball analogy? I've heard it many times. You heard it, heard Never, it for the first time. Heard it for the first time. I like it a lot. Did you make it up? Yeah. That's great. That was all from personal prayer from many years ago when I was the tree planted next to the river. <laughs> <laughs> when the, the streams of water were flowing. I like it. I like it. I'll be sitting with that for a while. Oh, good. Okay. Um, I'm not going to be sitting here for a while because I need to go get on a plane and escape this really dumb bird. This <laughs> bird is going to kill us all. <laughs> John, this is so much fun to record with it, you in person. We did it. We did it. Thanks after, for being here. You're welcome anytime. After three difficult days. I don't think I am. You are. You are. You are. <laughs> we talked about this. You just sleep down here. Dude, this, is, this is my new bedroom. All right. Um, this has been a blast. Thank you for inviting me. I'm glad we got to record in person. Give me a kiss. What? I love you. <laughs> I love I'll you next week. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but Thank y'all so much for watching, listening to today's episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. We had a blast. We had a blast recording this one. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So uh, if you did enjoy it, share it with your friends. Share it on social media. They're, they're, the, the streets have been quiet over in, these, in the social media slums. Uh, you know, share your favorite episode. Share a quote. All these things. Make fun of us. I don't care. It'd be awesome. Uh, you know, we're that's how we grow the most is through grassroots stuff. Share it with your friends. Share it on the socials. Tag us. We'll retweet it. All that kind of stuff. You guys rock. Uh, subscribe if you haven't already. We love you, and we'll see you soon.